Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. The news that the majority state-owned bank AIB is now terminating cash services at 70 of its 170 branches has been met with shock and anger in rural Ireland. Under the new regime, AIB will remove cash machines from all 70 branches and no longer provide safety deposit boxes, night safes or check lodgements. The move will leave some customers more than an hour's drive away from the nearest cash service bank. So the only thing you'll be able to do with these banks, by the way, will be, you know, get a loan or, you know, organise our mortgage or those kind of other things and services that banks offer. As early as September, cash services will be withdrawn from towns including Dingle, Abbey Fail, Burr, Carr, Gort, Yall and Wicklow town, or as Ashton calls it, Yahal. That's how she pronounced it yesterday, she said to me. <laughs> the remaining branches will cease cash facilities on October the 21st. They said, we are not a cashless society, certainly not in Clifton. Everyone uses the bank here. While all 70 branches will remain open, they will be repurposed to focus on selling financial products and opening new accounts. Why would you want to keep opening accounts for when you can't get cash? Anyway, in the statement, AIB said that with digital usage soaring, the cost of providing cash services has become increasingly unsustainable. Hmm... Now, a lot of people are not very happy about this. And it's not just banks. It's bloody everything. Do you know what I mean? You know, you want to go on a flight, you have to be online. You have to be online for everything. And by the way, I don't care. That suits me fine. I'm okay with it. But for a lot of people, it's not okay. Because particularly older people rely on cash. They use cash quite a lot. Say you want to get a bit of cash out to have in the house in case the fella, as I said, mentioned the other day, comes around to cut the grass. Or the plumber comes around to do a little odd job for a nixer to fix a dripping pipe. You want a bit of cash. What's happened? You're not going to be able to get it anymore. There'll be no more cash. I'm not, I don't want to go into a topic about a cashless society, but I'm talking about leaving people behind who are not interested in the technology or who maybe don't even know how to use it. I know people who still have older phones that literally just text and make phone calls. The number is 087-188-0008. And the question I'm asking you is, sim- quite simply, are we leaving people behind? Are we leaving, are we ignoring the fact that many people are just not in tune this technology? The number is 087-188-0008. Vivian, how are you doing? You're in Ireland's Classic Kids. Hi, Niall. I'm good, thank you. And you? Good. Now, you live in Cove, which is one of the areas affected, by the way. I do indeed. Yeah, Okay. And now, how will you feel about, you know, not being able, you'll have to go a little bit further, possibly, depending on which branch is closer to you, to get a bit of cash if you need to get a bit of cash or put a bit of cash in? Well, Niall, the problem is, uh, a couple of years ago, we had three banks in Cove. Okay. Uh, First, the permanent TSB pulled out, which meant you either dealt in Middleton or Cork City. Then the Bank of Ireland pulled out, and that was Middleton or Little Ireland. And now the cash service has been withdrawn from AIB, the only remaining bank in a town of this size. What, what's the population of Cove now, by the way? It's approximately, and I say approximately because I haven't had a chance to check my figures, close to 15,000. Okay. it's a lot of people. Okay. Yeah. So my problem is, not for me particularly, I, I have digital banking, but... 12,000, sorry, 12,800 people. There you go. Just had trouble. You know, it's not just elderly. You've yeah. got to think about people with mobility issues, people with learning disabilities, 
which like the physical, to physically know what they're doing. Now, yeah. if you, when the services are withdrawn from COVID, if you will either have to get two train journeys to Middleton, which is a train journey from Cove to Glountown, from Glountown to Middleton, you get off at Middleton and it's a hell of a walk to the branch for someone with mobility issues. You either get a taxi from Cove to Middleton or you rely heavily on friends and family. Mm-hmm. And as you say yourself, look, a lot of pensioners, a lot of people get paid in cash. The coal man comes to the door. He doesn't have a card machine. No, he doesn't, no. You know? So, uh, you know, pensioner collects their pension. They need to pay for their bag of coal. They need to get their few bits and pieces in for the week. And they may have uh, medical expenses. Things are hard enough on people at the moment. I heard a chap on the radio not so long ago there and he was saying, I don't know where he was, but he wanted to head over to one of the islands in his spoffin or whatever, in his island or whatever it was. He wanted to go to one of the islands. And he went down to the ferry and it was like seven euro or whatever it is to cross. You don't want the island. And your man says, have you got a ticket? And he says, "Uh, no. And he says, now you need a ticket. And he said, well, can I buy a ticket off you? And he went, no, you have to do it online. And he says, I don't, he says, I don't have an, an internet account or an email account. He said, I don't use online. And he said, well, then you can't travel. He said, if you go over to the shop over there to the post office or whatever, they'll do it for you. So he had to go over to a shop, find somebody who'd let him use a computer and help him who had an email address and buy his ticket online and walk 100 yards back across and hand your man the ticket. And he says, your man, could you not have just done that in the first place and give, I could have given you the money. It's only seven euro, like... Absolutely, but it's it's excluding a huge number of people now. The other side of it, if you remember yourself, in the not-too-distant past, all the card machines went down in the country. First AIB, then Bank of Ireland. Oh, remember now, that, yeah. yeah. If you're an older person, you go to the shop with your card and the sales assistant says, I'm sorry, the card's not working at the moment, but you want bread, milk and a few essentials for a couple of days and you have no access to cash, what do you do? Do you go hungry because the bank machine has gone down? Yeah, we are relying a little bit too much on this technology. Absolutely, and I'd be the first to admit it's very helpful. My advice to people now is, because it seems to be happening a lot more, is, and maybe I shouldn't be given that kind of advice, I'm sure the revenue commissioners wouldn't be pleased to be given that advice, I would suggest to people to take a little bit of cash out of the bank and have it and keep it for a rainy day. Absolutely, and I agree with you because by withdrawing these services, you're excluding a huge number of people from uh, daily little bits and pieces they need to do and make it so uncomfortable for them to have to travel, to worry about having a few bob for, as you say, in case of an emergency, mm-hmm. and they can't get it. So I have started a petition online to try and reverse it in Cove, and I've also started a physical petition which I will be launching on Friday with a couple of friends which are very interested in calls on the town outside AIB and where it's it's not so a are they are they going to it says I'm I'm curious here where they do the same thing in every branch because it does say that they under the new regime AIB will remove cash machines from oh, yeah, all seven branches so the ATMs yeah. will be gone the ATM will be gone that is the single outdoor ATM in Cove. Yes, there's a... And well, they're they not just shop. going to leave the one... I mean, whatever about the ones inside. Well, they're not just leave the one on the outside there, no, for the people to no, use. No, because it's a cashless service. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. And the thing is, what people have to remember, if you use your card in any of the machines in the shop, there's a charge. Yeah. You know, so are you going to get a cash charge, extra charges for trying for, to For cash it? back. Yeah, you know when you get exactly. the cash back, yeah, they charge it. There is yeah. a charge, yeah, of course. So you're constantly getting charged for all these services while they're constantly withdrawing services. I really think, now with the government stake in AIB, that they need to step forward and say enough is enough. These rural communities have to have access to cash services. I truly do, because I think an awful lot of people are going to be excluded and put out over this. I wonder, apart from Bertie Hearn, I wonder is there anybody in the country that doesn't have a bank account? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know long. if you can manage. But Bertie did say he hadn't got a bank account, not that we believe him. Um, I wonder, is it possible to go through life in Ireland now without having a bank account? I don't think so. You go to your doctors. Like, I, I mean, I go to my doctor and I want to pay for my for a prescription or something. It's the cash machine. Now, they do have the option, but more often than not, it's the cash machine you're given first before you ever take your wallet mm. or purse out. I went to the pictures you know? there last week, the week before, right? They don't take cash anymore. So... And so you have to book the movie online on your phone before you go in the doors. So then you show them yeah. your phone and they scan that. And then, you know, the popcorn counter where there's a little queue. Yeah. Before you go on the queue, you have to go to a machine beside it and, you know, click, you know, one popcorn, one crisps, whatever it is, my packet of Maltesers, whatever you want. And then you pay for that with your card and then you get a little receipt out and then you walk up to the counter and you hand that to one of the four people at the counter and they give you a thing. And then I say to your man, actually... Would he give us a packet of those fruit gums as well while I'm at it? Here, I pay for it. And he says, no, I can't take cash out. I said, so yeah. what am I going to do? And he says, you have to go back over to the machine again and buy the fruit gums. I said, this and is ridiculous. It's to be said for a lot of the fast food. Yeah. You go in there and there's a wall of screens in front of you. Where's yeah. the personal contact on? Yeah, it's gone. And it's gone. all these screens and all these self-services are withdrawing jobs from people. Let me go, but say that, let me go to Amy as well, because Amy, you're an Ireland's classic kid. Say to you, Amy. Hi, Niall, how's it going? Do you think people are being left behind by the, these kind of announcements that, you know, ATM machines are to be rid of? And, and I'd say in about 15 years' time, there'll be no ATM machines. But what, do you think it's been leaving people behind? I think they just need to create a practical solution. Like, you know, it's very good all saying we're going to take away any cash and leave us as a cashless society. But I do think to a degree we are leaving some people behind. I mean, I work in a healthcare setting and all my clients, it's residential settings. So obviously, like, you know, they're there long term. And we would use cash with all of our clients because it's hard to keep track of the cards online. For I mean, we have, I think, 14, 15 clients. You know, it's, it's so in order to, I guess, stop even financial abuse, it's much easier to count the cash. We count the cash in the morning and the evening, you know, to make sure it's all there, that no one's being financially abused make sure that our clients aren't going out and tapping the card because they think it's unlimited because they're not used to having the cash in their hands. Are you, are you talking about people who may have intellectual disabilities and stuff like that? or? Yeah, intellectual disabilities, people who are elderly. Okay, uh, okay. And even people who have mental health issues. Yeah, who, it's much easier for yeah. somebody with an intellectual disability to know if they have £50, how much they have left physically in their hand, than having a card, as you said, and they just keep tapping yeah. it all the time with no exactly. limit. Yeah. And, like, we would keep receipts and stuff like that. But say if the staff had gone out and had a card, you can't track a card unless you have the details for that person's online banking. Mm-hmm. You can't track if they've tapped it three times, five times, one time. 
we can only take back the receipt. But if we know that cash is missing, then we know what to do. Yeah. And even for staff-wise ourselves, I mean, like we say, for example, we have seven staff on and three of our clients want to go out that day. Like, if there's one bank card, what's the other two staff going to do when they're bringing out clients? Yeah. No, I get you. you. Know, I get you, yeah. Yeah. Because you would, have a, you would have a petty cash there to deal with situations. And yeah, of course, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. For emergencies or something, like we're out in the country. So the nearest ATM to us is actually 20 minutes away. Jason, that so, might be closing soon too, wherever that is. Exactly. Yeah, so it is. It's quite concerning. And to be honest, I'll even add the fact that renting at the moment in this current age, like there's still cash in hard rent going on. Of course there is, yeah. Yeah, of course there and is. I'm well aware of that. Again, yeah, and cutting off again cash. Like, I would class that as a certain landlord again that don't want things going through the bank. Sure, we all know that, like, you know, this day. There's a lot well, of the black, yeah, you're talking about the black economy, of course, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And, yeah, so, and, and by the way, I've talked about the black economy to an economist before, and he, he told me that it's actually an important part of the economy. Exactly. There's I mean, you know, and this is what I said to Vivian, you know, somebody, you know, an older person might want to take 20 quid out of the bank, you know, to pay for the fella who's going to come and fix the leak in their pipe today, you know what I mean, or whatever, you know, because exactly. he's not going to give them an invoice and have a card machine in his van, you know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. So, and I mean, to be honest, like, even something simple as a child's birthday, well, you're going to give him a debit card every birthday and just say, yeah, there's another driver <laughs> on top of that, like, you know? <laughs> I'll put him. But nowadays what they seem to do is, with kids even, they have, you know, junior cards for, I would say, Revolut. You've got junior Revolut and people are saying, oh, I'll send them 20 euro on Revolut for their birthday. Ah, <laughs> no, it's just not the same, is it? Exactly. I wouldn't be giving a seven-year-old a Revolut card now, to be honest. Like, you yeah, know do you remember I mean? years ago when you got a birthday card from your granny and your aunties? There was money in it. Exactly. It was exciting. <laughs> Yeah, Vivian won't be able to send money to people anymore. <laughs> I don't know what she's going to do. So anyway, Amy, Vivian is setting up a protest, an online protest. Vivian, how can we people join in with your protest, by the way? It's uh, it's, a, it's on uplift petition. It's, uh, it comes under the heading, uh, under the heading, uh, keep it, uh, call the AIB an all-service branch uh, accessible to all. Right, okay. Okay. And if you go into Uplift, you should be able to find it. But this, I, I'm only telling you, ladies, this is the start of it. Well, when I say when I said, say there's already had banks, those banks have closed. But when I say this is the start of it, you know, this announcement yesterday by AAB that they're terminating 70 of its uh, branches from using, or cash, terminating cash from 70 of its, of, its, of its branches, of its 170, which is nearly half, like. This is the start of it. Next, it'll be Bank of Ireland. Then it'll be all the other banks as well. And before you know it, I'd say within the next couple of years, there'll be no ATM machines. And exactly. I, I, we just need to put things in place to safeguard people, basically. So what do we know, all do? Do we, we all run out and take our money out now just in case, like? Yeah, yeah but hide it under the mattress like, like we did before. <laughs> under the pillow, under the mattress. Yeah, but okay. do, do you know, Neil, that said you can use your AIB card on, on post. That's great, but we all know there's been years of trying to close down World Post offices. Yeah. So, what good is that to you? Yeah, you have well, a card, you've mm-hmm. no post office, you've no bank, you've no cash. What do you do? Well, the post offices are only surviving because, of course, they're paying out, in a lot of cases, social welfare payments. And, and, and also people's bills, people paying their electricity and their gas and everything else to the post office. So that's keeping them afloat. Um, money certainly isn't keeping them afloat. Oh, right, listen, ladies, are savings clubs, maybe not. Uh, let me go to... A quick break. Thank you, Vivian and Amy. I appreciate you coming on the air, making some really good points that we're leaving people behind who really need to use cash. 
This is the start of it, folks. 70 of the AIB branches will no longer be using cash. They won't even have ATM machines. Out of the 170. I mean, what what are people going to do to get cash? It's going to affect initially areas like um, Clifton in County Galway. I've been advised the nearest branch is now going to be Westport County Mayo, 60 kilometres away. As early as September, cash services will be withdrawn from towns including Dingle, Abbey Fail, Burr, Carr, Gort, Yall, Wicklow, etc. A few other places. You'll all have to travel miles. Geraldine Brennan, a shop owner in Tubbercurry, County Sligo, said AIB's announcement is very worrying and a betrayal of their loyal customers. Hmm. They said it's just not worth their while doing it anymore. I think technology is going to leave people behind, even as I said earlier on, booking a flight, say, for Ryanair. You know, some people are just not au fait with technology. There's nowhere to just walk in and do it anymore. I want to know, has it affected you? Have you been left behind by technology? And is not being able to use cash anymore, because that's what's happening, is that going to affect you or your business or your trade or your job? Let me know. The number is 087-188-0008. All right, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Number is 087-188-0008. Moya, how you doing? Hi, you know, how are you? Good, I kind of dragged your name out there, Moya. That's all right. <laughs> I've been called worse <laughs> Sorry, Moya. <laughs> yeah. uh, you just, uh, you're saying not just rural towns are being affected, but because uh, you live in one of the satellite towns, you live yeah. in Selbridge. Yeah, I literally got the email yesterday and my mum had just said to me, she's 83 disabled, so dragging her around to different uh, banks is not going to be feasible either. She just said to me, got to hope Selbridge isn't one of them and then I got the email. Um, yeah, and literally like, you can't, they're taking the machines out that you can lodge money as well. It's not even just the ATMs or the counter service, it's everything. I find it hard to find, you know, if you ever get a little bit of cash or whatever it is, there's very few machines you can actually lodge money into anyway. Yeah. You end up having to go into the branch to do that most of the time. Yeah, and and then, and like there's a fair few older people around Salvage as well, and I know it's going to be really difficult for them because a lot of them get their pensions put in there and stuff like that as well. But um, I I don't know, and like I said to you on the, the voicemail, um, which well, it's the only bank left. We haven't had a Bank of Ireland in about two years, I think, or could be more. And the Ulster Bank is the only other one, which of course is going. And my business account is with them, so I was going to change to AIB, but now I don't know what to do. So, um, so what are you going to do? Because I don't it's know. kind of I mean, turning into saying, a cashless town now in yeah, Celebration. Yeah, and I mean, most of since COVID, a fair number of the people that pay me, as I run my own small business, um, do have started paying me online, but there's older people I walk out for and stuff like that as well, and they don't. They yeah. deal with cash, and it's so. What, what percentage of people say would pay you with cash? Um, not suggesting, by the way, that now, you're doing anything untoward or anything. Like that. I'm just. No, no, I'm not. I mean, it yeah. all goes in, but yeah, it's of course. Just, you know, um, I suppose since like before COVID, it would have been 100 percent of people would have paid me with cash. To be honest with you, since COVID, I think it's only probably it's only a couple of people out of the six or seven clients I have or whatever. But at the same time, it's still, actually, it's about three of them. So it's probably about maybe 40% of people actually still doing it that way. So, yeah. 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 yeah so yeah. so you're going to miss, well, when I say you're going to miss out, those people are going to find it difficult to get the cash to pay you. Yeah, exactly. And the other side of it, too, is that they, in the email, it all went on about the on post expanding and all that kind of stuff. But I was reading part of it. They were saying, if I have the business AIB account, if I want to lodge money in the post office, I have to prearrange it. Okay for a personal account, but with a business account, you have to prearrange it. So then you've all that. So, yeah, I don't okay. Know. Mind you, mind you, it turned into a bit of a nightmare lately lodging money into a into any yeah. bank because I remember going to a bank there a while ago when I sold a car and yeah. I sold the car for three and a half thousand. It was an old second hand car and I sold it for three, and I went to the bank and I swear to God, it was like a steward's inquiry. 
Oh, where, God, where, yeah. Where'd they get the money from? Like, yeah. I, I mean, I've never come across that. Yeah. Like, who wants to inform it's the revenue cab. commissioners? Yeah. <laughs> it's called yeah. cab. Yeah. 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 I mean, people have been telling me that, and that, that ceiling level for that cash thing had gone down drastically. Even, for example, if you're going on holidays now, say, to America, and you go into a post office or a bank and say, yeah, can I have $500? You know, because you're like yeah. a few dollars and you go away. Yeah, can we have your driver's license? And your yeah. ID and your address yeah. and your date of birth and everything. I go for what? I just want yeah. five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I know it's bonkers. I don't know. The whole thing is just nuts. Really, okay. is absolutely. Nuts. But is it a case that just don't want people having cash anymore? That's just. I, it, isn't I it? think so. Yeah, because I mean, as you said earlier on, who's going to be opening bank accounts with them if they can't access things? So eventually, that one will then close. I'm, I'm sure as well. And mm. you know, how many people are going to be looking for mortgages every day of the week? Like yeah. It's just the whole thing is nuts. And, but, uh, and in and relation to, I suppose, the technology, uh, you know, for older people or vulnerable people yeah. or people with, you know, intellectual disabilities, Absolutely. cash is much easier. That's it, exactly. Like, yeah. I have an 85 year old aunt, she lives in rural Ireland. She has to, she can barely use an ATM, never mind it now. Yeah. And, like, she's, if she has to do, she has to all the same WW dot to me. And, like, I don't understand any of that. She doesn't. And no, of course she doesn't. She's not going to learn at this stage. Yeah, like, they said to me, oh, your nearest bank is Lucan. And that's. Not too bad, but Lucan is an absolute nightmare to park in. Yeah. And it's in the village of Lucan. Yeah. So, not hope. Now, I, I know, in fairness, most of us don't have too much of a need to visit banks no, anymore. No, no, and, 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 and I get that. Because yeah. you know, times have changed, technology has changed. Yeah. But I do, I do firmly believe that I'm okay because I understand technology. You may be okay, exactly. Moya. Yeah. But a lot yeah. of people are not, and I'm not just referring no. to elderly people. I know people in their 40s and 50s who, you know, are not into mobile phones or smartphones no, exactly. or apps or anything else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. I'm, I've just turned 50 and I only started to use the cards on Google Pay there. I thought to myself, God, I got stuck in Aldi one day, I realised I didn't have my wallet with me and went, I'm going to have to set this up. Yeah. And I was like, I did not like to, I said to them, I'm only coming into the 21st century now. So I'm not great with technology. I've had to kind of learn how to do stuff. Yeah, of course, yeah. I'm not brilliant. Well, and I'm kind of, I used to resist, I didn't want smartphones. But even, even so booking out. a flight or a holiday nowadays, oh, yeah. you yeah. know, for an older person, you know yeah, what I mean? It's absolutely. a difficulty. You know? Yeah, but even now, not even just older people, what I found is a while back, Long before COVID ever hit, I think it's cancelling flights from, um, what do you call it, Gatwick, because I go over and visit my brother. And I'd get over and then they'd cancel my flight coming back and they'd move it to Heathrow. And he's an hour and a half the far side of Gatwick, so Heathrow's no use to me. Yeah. And I couldn't change that online. I had to ring and I would spend two hours sitting on the phone. On hold. And I was thinking, you know... And sadly, but Erling, it's now you get through to somebody who's not even in the country anymore. No, I was usually <laughs> in South America. And they were lovely people, but sometimes yeah. they couldn't even access the system. Yeah. And my attitude to them was, I had a conversation with them on Twitter. I said, all of us that can do this stuff online, we should have the facility to be able to do it. Leave the phone line for people who need to ring you. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. But no. Mm. And like, when all that happened in the airport recently as well, both times, the, um, what you call it, the app and the... What you got? The website were down, so people had to check in. In like as if we were in the nineteen eighties. One man said he spent three and a half hours queuing to check in. Check bags. in, check in his bags because yeah. their website and their app weren't working. So yeah, see, sorry, the, well, that's what happens when these things become under pressure; they crash. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And, and by the way, there has been a, somebody made a point earlier on that the ATM machines crashed. Uh, oh, going, I say so. Going back yeah. a while ago, there that I remember that happened. It was for a few hours. Thankfully, it was only for a few hours. But in saying that, you know, if if we had a hack or these Russian hackers that hacked the HSE, that yeah. time, if they hacked into our system and we had to close down the ATM machines, what are we all going to do if there's no money? Exactly. Absolutely. Stay, well, stay there. Let me go to Brian. Brian, you're in Cork. You're in Ireland's classic. Yeah. Hey, how you doing, Brian? Hi, Neil. 
Not too bad. Though. Good. Now, Good. you're saying there's a lack of ATM machines in the city or banks in the city. Yeah, they're, they're all kind of going cashless now. Mm. And some of the, there's one bank in the North Main Street that actually closed and it took out the ATM machine as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so how do you get money if you want money? Well, you, you have know, to, that, unfortunately, you have to do it online now, Brian. That's just the way they want you to do it, isn't it? Yeah, and to have these plastic cards and whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you, do you not have a plastic card, Brian? I, I do, but I'm not too sure how to use it, you know what I mean? Right, okay, okay. So, are I mean, you, like so do you use cash the all the time? Ago, but, but yeah, I use cash all the time. If I can use cash, I'll use cash, you know what I mean? Yeah, cash is king, um, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're going to book, we say, a holiday or something like you know, they're usually looking at you if you put cash over the counter. Oh, yeah, they think you're mad. They think you're a criminal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're a dinosaur or something, you know what I mean? I am a dinosaur as a girl for technology, you know what I mean? But, but I mean, they started closing the post offices, and that affected mostly the rural areas. But in the city, they closed post offices as well in Cox City. Mm. And that, that uh, particularly people who'd be over 50 and might be a small bit not able to walk too good in their feet, they had to go three and four times uh, the distance that they did, you know what I mean? Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. And, and it, it's crazy, like, I mean, banks know what's closing. I mean, are we going to come a moneyless society? But that's I mean, a, a cashless remember, society, yeah, that's what they're trying yeah. to do. I mean, I remember in the 80s, uh, work was pretty slow, but people were working and they were getting cash into the hand. Yeah. And the government were cribbing. But I mean, all the cash into the hand that we were getting at the time was going straight into the economy because we were buying food, we were buying... And you were paying VAT on the food, of course, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and you were going into the pub and you were going into the restaurant. I mean, whatever you got was going out straight away, so the government were getting tax on it, you know what I mean? But now, like, I mean, you get paid into the bank and you have to have a bank account and then they want you to use the card to get the money out. And now they're closing down the ATM machines, so you can't get cards out at all. You'll be going into a pub and you'll be saying... Here, here's my card and give me a pint. You know. And have you, Brian, have you got a smartphone or just a regular phone? Uh, no, I have a smartphone. I, 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 am just about coming into the twentieth century now, <laughs> or the twenty-fourth century, I should say. And I mean, you, like, I what you know, smartphone doesn't mean to say I can use Okay, if I, like, I mean, if I said to you to book a flight on your phone right now, would you be able to book a flight on your phone? Not a chance. <laughs> I get into the site, you know. We say Aer Lingus site and whatever. But that's about as far as I go. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. And would you understand, like, Google Pay and Apple Pay? I don't. I under. I, I mean, I've heard of them, like, but oh, I mean, okay. how they work, like, I mean, I yeah. haven't... Like, you know, you like. tap your phone instead of tapping a card. Yeah, I, t- I tapped the assistant before I tapped the card. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, in other words, people like yourself, I, I, I no harm to you, but people like yourself are being left behind. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't consider myself stupid. I'd consider myself reasonably intelligent, you know what I mean? But, I mean, I came up in an area, era where there was no such thing as smartphones or anything like that. Like, I mean, if you want to add something, like you got out your pencil and you started riding the rock, like, you know what I mean? Uh, so, I mean, we, the younger generation, like, I mean, they had smartphones when they came out of the womb, more or less, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's a different thing for them. But, I mean... Where is this technology going to end? Like, you know what I mean? It, 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 it's gone crazy. I mean, it's well, going well, to But, Brian, we have to accept that technology will... It's a huge part of our lives, uh, and more so in the last, you know, 50 years. 
technology has made people's lives a lot better, a lot more convenient, and it will continue to get more complicated. Well, when I say more complicated, to evolve. And it's going yeah. to change. And I, I don't want to see people being left behind. I, I think we should. there should be a happy medium, you know, whereby, think, you know, people but, like you are, you know, are still accommodated. I mean, I don't believe, for example, when I went into the cinema last week and they say we don't, we don't take any cash. Like, so if I'm a pensioner or if I'm Brian and I only have cash on me, but I don't get to see the movie, so is that the way it works? I think that's wrong. It is wrong. It's completely wrong. Like, I mean, I wouldn't be a Luddite or any of those kind of things. Like, But I mean, it, it, it's... I mean, they're looking at the, the, the likes of the people who are 60 plus. I mean, will they are. And the newer generation that's coming after us will have all these technologies and apps and tapping phones and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so, I mean, they're hoping that we'll die out and we will die out, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, they're, they're preparing for the next generation, not for this generation. You I, was know watching, I, mean? I was watching a comedian last night called Bill Burr. Um, he's an American comedian. You should get to see him. He's very funny, right? But he was talking about, he went into his kitchen the other day and he says, you know, his daughter's into all the technology and so on. Well. And he's and he seen, they had a new toaster. And he said, I'm looking at this new toaster going, why did they get a new toaster? There was nothing wrong with the old one. And he's went to switch it on to make a bit of toast and it told him he had to download an app to get the toaster to work. <laughs> and then he started screaming about the app. So he eventually downloaded the app against his wishes. And then the app was asking him what colour he would like the toast. And he said, I just want a piece of toast. <laughs> yeah, I, Very I, I, funny. But I, Brian, John O'D uh, rang in there to say to congratulate you or say well done to you because you were the first man, he said, to step in front of of the people who are putting the water meters down in Cork. Is that true, Brian? It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, yeah, well done was. to you. You're a man, man of your yeah. convictions, obviously. And the, you, something you were talking about earlier, about a 10% increase for everybody. I'm against 10% increases for everybody. As the fellow on 100,000 gets five times more than somebody on 20,000. Yeah, but he's, yeah, but, but in fairness to the fellow on the 100,000, he might have worked hard for it and he set up a lifestyle around that. Yeah, I'm not saying that he, he's not entitled to a pay increase. Yeah. But the price of butter, the price of bread in the supermarket is the same for me as it is for him. True, this is true, Brian. Listen, Brian, I have to go into break. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it. Uh, the number is 87 treble 8 That's 87 Are you affected by all of this? Please let us know. I would love to hear what you have to th- say. Now, we recently went to pay money off, extra money off our mortgage. We're told with this particular bank, I'm going to say what bank it is, that, sorry, we don't accept cash anymore. Also, when we were in Canada last year, we were told by my daughter before we went out not to bring any cash with us, that shops won't accept cash, that it's all card. Okay, thanks, bye. Yeah, there you go. That's the way it is in a lot of places now. Robbie, you're not classic kids. How you doing, Robbie? How are you doing? Good. Robbie, I mean, I, I, look, I understand we're heading towards a cashless society. That just seems to be the end goal. But, yeah. I mean, technology in general, you know, cards, tapping, all this kind of stuff, is it leaving people behind or some people behind? I'm sure it will, you know, look, there's always going to be people who are not, um, let's say, technically minded, you know, and it's always going to be a way. But I think the generations coming behind will be more um, technical, you know. Well, of course, but, uh, they yeah. of course they will, but but is, is it a bit unfair, isn't it, when you, say, have a cinema that won't take cash or a restaurant that won't take cash or a shop that won't take cash, and then you've got, you know, or maybe a holiday company that you can't book without going online, you know, surely there should be still accommodating people who are not in that game yet. Yeah, of course they should. But, like, I mean, anywhere you go now, well, you know yourself, you, it's pretty rare that you do use cash. I mean, the only time I have cash in my pocket is I'm going for a point. 
which is very rare. But that that's but, but, but this mean, has all yeah. happened very quickly because I can tell you I was in business back in 2006. 70% was cash, the rest was card. By the time I got out of business in 2011, 2012, it was 90% card. So it happened yeah. very quickly, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I suppose the technical age is changing in front of us, you know. But yeah, of course, there, there should be some ways there that like all these pensioners should be able to use their money and be able to get that cash in hand. But I think we had a conversation about this before. And the question was, do you think we will be a cashless society? And my answer was yes. Do I think we should be? No. But I think, like, come 2030, I would say cash will be a very, very, very odd thing to be using in those eight, eight years away. As you said, like, when you were in business, till you were leaving business, it was a very short span as well. And I think it's going to happen. And unfortunately, yes, it is going to leave some people behind. But... Yeah, so and, so and, what about where where does that leave us when it comes to say Nixers or that's when what it, I was going to say yeah yeah or when it comes to the as I said I, I keep using the example of the guy cutting your grass for fifteen quid or twenty quid where does, he's not going to give you an invoice and pay tax because it wouldn't be worth his no. while doing it so no, so where does it leave re- us with all that stuff thing, yeah. be a revolute type of thing you know because I mean like, yeah well I mean you know, well if it's revolute if you're going to be revoluting your your gardener you know or your lad that fixes a leak it means he's going to have to pay tax on it. Like those people now who are fifteen will be twenty five in ten years' time, and it'll be second nature to them, you know. Uh, yeah, I, but you'll be paying more because you you can't see the thing of it. It is right; those little odd jobs, you know. Again, the guy that cuts the grass, right, for the twenty quid. Yeah. He, if you revolute him the money, that means he must declare it as income. Because let's be clear about it: the government know if you get there, it's all linked. They they operate revolute operate under the banking regulatory authorities, so they must return if money comes in there to people's accounts. It has to be returned back to revenue commissioner in the case of an audit or whatever it is, right? So. If he's taking money and, it, and it's not cash and it's into his Revolut or his Bank of Ireland or his AIB yeah. account, he has to declare it. He then has to give you an invoice or a receipt and then he has to declare that and pay tax and VAT on it. So he'll have to double his prices to make it worth as well. I don't think it'll be that. Ah, uh, well, well, Robbie. Uh, well, 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 I mean, look at the odd job thing, like the, the lad going around putting the grass is not a, not a major thing anymore. Hey, everybody puts their own grass. <laughs> do, do, do you think so? Robbie, I've run out of time. I know you're always out at the end and I always cut you short. I do apologise. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. I-